0: Hello fight fans, it's time once again for the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host CW, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Today, I'm going to talk about the cross between WWE and UFC. That's right. And TKO, lots of acronyms going on, lots of them. There has been... I don't know, a lot of change in WWE in the past six to eight months or so. Has it been six to eight months? It's almost been. But TKO, the company, or Endeavor, I should say. Endeavor, who owns UFC, bought WWE. We all know this. And now this entity owns both the UFC and WWE. They also uh, gave TV rights to TNA. They're becoming a very large sports, uh, entertainment company, combat sports, sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it. And maybe in my own little world, I have a very insular world insulated world. Uh, I don't think that is shouted enough. That's huge to me. The fact that UFC and WWE now under the same banner, while Bonk, as bonkers as it is, it makes complete sense, right? And last night on Raw, we saw the first sort of melding of UFC and WWE in an official capacity. I think TKO implemented, or not TKO specifically, but this sort of new WWE entity started implementing different things into the show. Uh, one was they invited... Michael Chandler to the show, handed him a mic and he cut a promo on Conor McGregor, which was weird. And a lot of people loved it. A lot of MMA fans weren't super excited about it because they don't like WWE. And then there were people like me in the middle who were just completely confounded by the entire thing because I was a dyed in the wool ufc fanatic for maybe five years straight maybe maybe five or six years straight so much so i mean when i was growing up i was one of those kids who was like i want to learn karate i want to learn to fight blah blah blah. i was really really into martial arts and we were broke so i couldn't do it and i didn't start doing martial arts until i was in my early 20s and when I did that, I decided to do MMA. So I learned jiu-jitsu, I learned kickboxing, I learned Muay Thai, I learned, uh, what's that other one, Krav Maga. Uh, in- Jitsu, then I did kickboxing, I did way more kickboxing than I did Muay Thai. I did way more Muay Thai than I did Krav Maga, but I did all of it. Uh, I competed, I was terrible. But I did it, and I had a good time. In that time, I watched a lot of UFC. I'm talking about a lot of UFC. I bought all the pay-per-views. I watched. I followed one of the greatest. Uh, what was one of the greatest rise to uh, a championship match? Chael Sonnen versus Anderson Silva. Uh, if you go back and watch those, the the promo, just the promo package for that. First match between those two. It was a WWE event. the The fact that he Clay uh, Chael Sonnen won every single match he needed to win to get to Anderson Silva, cut cut WWE style promos on this unbeatable force, went in there and then lost in like the last seconds to, and it was storybook. It was it was weird. I remember I went to Buffalo Wild Wings uh, and watched the the match with. Friends, I think, I think I was with my wife and a couple buddies. I can't remember, but I remember watching it there and it was, it was incredible. I I say all this to say, I was a huge MMA fan and I didn't stop watching MMA until, I actually remember the exact moment I stopped watching MMA. It was an Anderson Silva fight. It was Anderson Silva versus, I don't remember the, the cat's name the dude that broke his or the dude that Anderson Silva broke his leg on let's say he checked the kick and it's his leg literally wrapped around the other guy's leg and he fell down you know match was over obviously and I said well I'm done uh, I have an existing leg injury from playing football and anytime I see someone's leg bend in the wrong way I get flashbacks and my leg starts to hurt so I was like oh no no god no so I just I just I from that day forward, I stopped watching uh, MMA. I never stopped uh, respecting the sport or, you know, I understand why people love it. I just can't watch people get hurt like that. And I was like, all right, I'm out. And then I I, I always loved WWE from when I was a little kid. Uh, so I kept, I went back to WWE. I was like, all right, I'll watch, you know, people get hurt there, but the, the margin for error is so so much higher there i think is that the right term higher or lower i don't know let me know in the comments um but this is all to say i love both and the merger between ufc and wwe was like what that's crazy and now the fact that they have ufc fighters showing up on wwe to cut promos on other ufc fighters to get matches it echoes that whole chael Sonnen era there was that you know, three-year era where he was kind of running the show in terms of being like the best guy on the mic in UFC and calling his shot and making things happen. And to see things sort of roll back on itself and and, and, and in an official capacity now where actual UFC fighters are at WWE events calling people out. The first thought I had during Michael Chandler's um, rant, let's call it, let's call it a promo. We'll give him the, the shine. Was, are we going to see WWE wrestlers cutting promos during UFC fights? Because if we don't, I I don't understand uh, the the split. Because I better damn well see Chad Gable cut a promo on somebody while watching a UFC event. I better. It It also reminded me of that time The Undertaker was watching Brock Lesnar's match. And they had that little weird interaction where he... He said, do you want to do it or something like that? I think everyone remembers this thing. And what I love about The Undertaker is dude is always in character. So when people asked him, even up till now, I think it was on the Broken Skull Ranch, Stone Cold asked him, what were you asking him? And he stayed in character. He was like, I wanted to see if you wanted to fight. And it's like, were you? Is that exactly what you were trying to do? Were you trying to get into a, the cage with Brock Lesnar? I don't think that's true. But I think he was doing, he was creating buzz for WWE And now we're back to that again? But, like, sanctioned? We're going to have, like, weird sanctioned promos of WWE wrestlers at a UFC event? I'm so confused, y'all. I'm excited. But I'm so confused. Let's be clear. This will not get me to watch UFC again. At all. But I will pay attention to the clips of whoever... Shows up at a wrestle at a at a UFC event to cut a promo on somebody else. I hope we get a WWE wrestler and a TNA wrestler both at a UFC event because again they're all sort of mingling together and cut a promo on each other. We already had Jordan Grace uh, come over from TNA in the Royal Rumble. She did incredible, um, exposed TNA's wrestlers to WWE wrestlers for people who probably don't watch. Uh, a multitude of promotions and if Naomi and her were at a UFC event and they cut a promo on each other great if maybe we get like I think Moose is that his name who's on TNA I think he's on TNA if he cut a promo on a Bobby Lashley I think because they were they have similar spears and they're both at a UFC event I'm here for that too look the fact that there's this giant sports entertainment conglomerate is goofy and weird and not sustainable in my mind. Who knows? I don't know. They'll share money and it'll be fine. But the idea that the UFC is crossing with WWE now in the most official capacity, as a fan of WWE and UFC uh, from way back in the day, it's uh, it's interesting and I, I can't wait to see what it produces. Anyway, what did you think of the UFC WWE merger? Let me know in the comments and don't you ever forget. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.